Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Sports Grid. Mike Bruin and George Kurtz in our final hour of 2020 for Football Full Circle. George will be moving on to greener pastures without me. Uh, and I'll just be doing some other shows now. George is going to be still here at Sports Grid doing in game live, correct? Uh, on the weekends and in the evenings? In game live, yeah. I'm doing the, uh, the Sunday night game uh, in game live. So uh, kind of like that. You know, I'll have, I'll, it looks like I have my Sunday afternoons free to watch the games. And then uh, Sunday night, one solo game, maybe a little NBA, a little NHL. And we'll do a link in, in game live with Cam Stewart. So I'll be hosting college football today and pro football today. Those are the game day shows uh, right here on the grid. I'll be doing in game live during the week. Wednesday nights is the plan as of right now. But with that show, I think uh, personalities will get moved in and out and around a little bit. But uh, ultimately, uh, you'll see me on Saturday and Sunday mornings still, 10 to 12 on Saturdays, 10 to 1 on Sundays. And I almost never make the Sunday night game, George. Uh, for years, I've been getting up so early on Sundays. I'm so spent by the end of the day that I I typically fall asleep end of first quarter uh, on the Sunday night game. But I'm pretty sure night. I'll make the first Sunday night game. I think there might be a good game playing there, maybe a team I'm interested in. Uh, That's right. Yeah, I think I'll be. Oh, that's right. Bucks. I got to do that game. I'll. Uh, oh. Bucks. Trying to keep my. Bucks uh, Saints. Yeah, I don't think that's the game I'm talking about. But okay, so here's Cal- our intention. Cal- here's Cal- our intention. Alice. Yeah. yeah. Cal- here's Man. our intention with this. Uh, with this hour, we're going to throw out our predictions, and they might be hilariously awful. Uh, I would say that we're not touts, but I think we have a good level of football knowledge. And we've talked through this league, probably we've talked it through it four times in, since this pandemic started. Right? We kept giving our odds, kept going through it. 
We've seen some of the odds change. The Detroit Lions to win the division. I like to think that we moved the market. That's come down from six to one to five to one. Indianapolis Colts over went from eight and a half to nine. Those are some of the major changes. Uh, There's sort of bigger changes that happened. Kyler Murray, Offensive Player of the Year, came down a little bit too. So let's start it off with we're just going to pick a division. And we'll start it off with the AFC East, George. And well, we'll take it two different ways. First, what's your favorite bet there? Uh, you, your favorite bet there it went from Bills over to Jets under, correct? I love them both. Yeah. It's love, like picking I, between your two kids. Right. Who's you want to make me pick my favorite? I don't think the Jets want to win this year. I don't, but I love I mean, the Bills are winning more than eight and a half. Yeah. I mean, they, they just are. So I, I really do love them. But these might be my two favorite bets out of everything we're going to be talking about for the next you know hour. Here's why so, I like the un, the Jets under better. If Josh Allen gets hurt, there could be problems. Offense could come apart, fall apart. Sure, they, they sure. spin a, They spin away to an 8-8 eight and eight season, a hilariously or an awfully bad season for them. I like where you're going with that. The Jets, in no way, shape, or form, can the team transform into a seven-win team? They've no, gotten markedly they, worse this offseason. They don't want to be. They I want these teams that they want to be bad so they can get the other low draft choices. You don't trade no Jamal more. Adams for a couple of ones if you want to be a good team. You just don't do it. Mosley opts out here. Uh, they, the Jets, you and I discussed this yesterday, I believe, maybe on a prior show, but they need to figure out Sam Donald. Is he the quarterback of the future or not? Because you're going to have a top five pick next year. You know, so uh, I like where you're going with that, though. The Jets can't get better. They just can't. The Bills could get worse. Yeah, a couple of injuries here or there, and they could yeah. be toast. Trey so White, uh, you know, you've convinced whatever. me. My favorite bet is the uh, the Bills under. Yeah. Uh, the Jets under. That's right. Jets under six and a half, right? Uh, how about the exact finishing order? We talked about this one in the past. How do you think it ends up? All right. Uh, I am positive it's Bills one, Jets four, obviously. Yes. I mean, I'm going to go with New England finishing two. I, I don't think – listen, I think they're an under two, but maybe Cam is Cam. You know, he can keep them alive there. But I think they'll battle for a playoff spot, but not the division title here. So, uh, Buffalo, pretty much what they have here. Buffalo, New England, Miami, Jets. So, that's plus 600. You can get that for 6-1. to one. I would say if you're doing exact finishing order bets, I would not put your full units on there. If you're a $100 better, I wouldn't go the full boat there. I'd cut it in half, maybe even less. You're getting longer odds, so uh, you can go with it. But, you know, a $50 bet on that at 6 to 1, you'll take that. This stuff is all going to roll in at the end of the year. It depends how much you how much outlay you have uh, that you're going to do prior to the season. I have a certain budget that I'm going to probably exceed <laughs> because I am going to get I'm going to get excited like Tommy Boy uh, in the diner, getting excited like JoJo the idiot circus boy and Tommy boy, I'll get excited and I'll play a couple of extra bets. But reality is do this according to your budget. So Bills, Pats, Dolphins, Jets, that's six to one. If you had the, you were seemingly going, if the Dolphins in New England switched with the Jets at four, now that's plus 2,100. So that's big money for the Pats to finish outside the top two. I wouldn't mind throwing a couple of bucks on that. I know it would be it would be a big amount. Certainly wouldn't be anywhere near a unit. Maybe not even a half a unit. But uh, I wouldn't mind throwing just a couple of dollars on there as we welcome back in our radio audience. There, 
Uh, I don't listen. I think New England's going to struggle somewhat. They had a lot of guys who opted out due to COVID. They had some free agent losses here. Uh, I don't. I'm not still not all that thrilled about the skill position players. Do they have a running back? Sony Michelle coming back from injury. Damian Harris is hurt now. Neither one looks all that explosive at all or threatening to me. If Cam is not Cam, I think this team's in a lot of trouble. The Dolphins are the key here. The Dolphins are going to move this whole division. So, six to one, twenty-one to one. If you're feeling positive about the Bills finishing first, the Jets finishing fourth, I say if you feel good about that, like George does, play both sides of that. You got one at six to one, one at twenty-one to one. And if you get the one four hit, then you're good to go. We're going to come back. We'll talk AFC North after this. It's Mike and George on FFC. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on the grid, getting into our predictions for the season. 
Um, and we'll do we'll do a wrap up segment at the end, so you know who our playoff teams are and everything else. So you can be sure to uh, hit us up on Twitter when we get everything wrong, especially George. So AFC North exact finishing order, George. I think we talked about this in the past. Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals. That's the shortest odds, plus one hundred and sixty. Yeah, I mean that, that's the way I have it. That's what I think what I think is going to happen. I mean, does it surprise me, Mike, if Pittsburgh finishes first? No, it doesn't. So then think. that one's six hundred and fifty. Steelers, Ravens, Browns, Bengals. I think for the, I feel good about three, four being Browns, Bengals. The Browns could blow up this division by playing better. That's actually not long odds. Ravens, Browns, Steelers, Bengals is plus 220. It feels like a lot of Cleveland money there. But Pittsburgh winning Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati, that's plus 650. I think you hedge a little bit there. A little bit on Ravens first, a little bit on Steelers first, then Browns and Bengals, third and fourth place. Yes? That's where I would go as well. I mean, as we all know, injuries are going to play a part in this. Yeah, you, know, you take away the starting. You know, Ben gets hurt again. Well, the Steelers are toast. I know they hung on last year. I don't think they could do that again. Uh, Lamar Jackson gets hurt. I would say Baltimore uh, goes down. You can go on and on and on. Maybe Baker, uh, Cincinnati. I think is, gonna, is finishing last no matter what happens. It's the only thing I truly feel comfortable with uh, in this division. But like I said, it's. I think it's a strong division. I think uh, Pittsburgh is a very good team. Unfortunately for them, playing in the wrong division with a, uh, a team that's slightly better than they are. In most divisions, they probably would be there right for the title. Uh, now, in my mind, they're a wild card team. Steelers over nine, Baltimore uh, over 11 and a half, Cleveland over eight and a half. I'm struggling to find Cincinnati once again. There they are, over five and a half. That's low, actually. I actually don't think they'll get there. I don't think the Bengals will get to six wins, but... I'm less co- I'm less confident in them going under five and a half than I am, say, the Jags going under four and a half. I agree with you. I think Cincinnati is uh, they've got some interesting pieces, and if Burrow is a franchise quarterback right away, which every now and then we see that a quarterback takes off immediately, he'll be dangerous. He's got the the weapons. He's got Green. He's got Boyd. We love Joe Mixon at running back. We talked yesterday. They've uh, I don't want to say fixed their offensive line, but it's getting better. It's no longer a sieve. Defense, I think, is still going to have some issues there. But I would agree. It wouldn't shock me if they get to six. I can see that. You know, maybe. I don't think they will. If I'm making the bet, I'm betting it under. But I, I would don't bet under as well because the division's tough. I mean, they go one and five in the division. Yeah. That automatic is going to make it rough there. But uh, I think I don't think they're I don't think they're the Bungles anymore. I think they are the Bengals, but bad Bengals. I think my favorite total bet of these is the Steelers over. I know I'm a homer, but I think the Steelers are going to win 10 games. I do. I don't mind that. Listen, I have the Steelers not winning the division, but as my first wild card team. And I think the Steelers, if they had a great season, could be a team that wins 11 games and actually still a wild card team. Too bad. Yeah. Both won yeah. 12. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, we still, I think we underrate the Steelers somewhat some, uh, sometimes because we're so high on both and how great they are. But we forget that the Steelers... I, they had, I mean, Mike, if you were quarterbacking last year, they'd have made the, uh, the playoffs there. That's how bad their quarterback situation was. They did beat Baltimore once with this bad quarterback situation. All right, so they, they play the Ravens tough. They are a good team here. So I am probably with you there. I, once again, it would not be a large amount. I do not love it. I do not love it anywhere near as much as I love the over Buffalo or under from the Jets. But I don't mind that bet. 
Steelers to win the division is plus 340. I think that's interesting to me. And I think the finishing order, I think I would split it. Flip the Ravens and Steelers. You got plus money on both, plus 160, plus 650. I think you could do that. So um, that's where I'm at. I think my favorite win total is the Steelers over, though. And I think the Ravens and Steelers are both playoff teams on in the East. I actually think the Bills and Pats are both playoff teams. George does not feel that way about the Pats. So uh, hey, you don't know what I feel. We didn't get to that part of the show yet. All right. Well, I thought you said that, but anyway. So let's get. I'm undecided to, about six and seven. So we'll start uh, getting into the AFC West or South. We'll do South. We'll do South. Uh, okay. Um, First things first is how do you, I'll let you before I rip off the odds I'll let you tell me how you think they're going to finish. Listen, I think the Colts are the best overall team in this division. It just comes down to Philip Rivers. P. Riv. Right. I mean, if Rivers is the Rivers of five years ago, I think they may walk away with this division, be one of the best teams in the AFC. This team is loaded everywhere. Best, probably the best offensive line of football. Certainly one of them. A strong running game. As soon as they realize that Jonathan Taylor is the real deal, the better here. So that's going to be a plus there. Uh, the wide receiving core, growing. I don't think it needs to be great anyway because you don't want Philip Rivers throwing the ball up and down the field as it is. But I think it's going to make some noise there. But defense is good. because All the pieces are in place here. But, yeah, Rivers scares me a little bit. Tennessee's another very good overall team. Once again, no obvious weaknesses here. I like them. They're a Derrick Henry built team. They need Henry to beat Derrick Henry and be really very, very good. We'll see what happens here. Uh, I do wonder somewhat if teams are going to sell out. It's what I would do. I'm selling out to stop Henry. You know, absolutely selling sure. out to stop him. Force Ryan Tannehill, who I still do not yep. believe in. Uh, Anytime. To me. Yeah, and we'll see what happens there. Houston, all right. Um, listen, you, you made the moves you made. Now we'll see what Deshaun Watson can do. Maybe the, the receiving core outplays what we think they'll do. They stay healthy all year. I still, and feel, Jacksonville. Like, I still feel like people are underrating Houston a little bit. I think they're, they're, I think they're going to be in there. I don't think they're going to be a six-win team. I think they'll be around 500. But yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure on Watson where you don't have Hopkins anymore. That offensive line, not very good. And you better hope David Johnson is, is the David Johnson. Yeah, that's a ago. problem. The offensive line is still a problem, even though they have Laramie Tunsil there and they drafted Titus Thomas. It's still, it's still we don't know if it's going to be great or, or even good enough to protect Deshaun Watson. So uh, we said it for months. The Colts over eight and a half was our favorite bet. It got to the point where it pushed up to nine. It's still one of my favorite bets. I do think the schedule is easy enough. They got real breaks with their schedule, and I do think Phillip Rivers will play like the best way I can do it is is say adequately enough, well enough for this team to get the double digit wins. The Titans over eight and a half, they're a team that's sort of they're they're the sweatiest team in the entire NFL. I've been betting on them for three years straight, and I'm done. I just can't do it anymore. Uh, they will tear your heart out at the ends of games in both a positive and negative way. Houston over seven and a half. I can see it. Uh, but I can see anywhere from seven and nine to nine and seven for this team. Uh, do I think there's a path for them to surprise, win ten games, win the division? I do. I think there's a path for that. I think Deshaun Watson is going to blow people's doors off this year. I have tried to target him in fantasy drafts, but he's been going fairly early, which isn't normally a strategy that I employ. Uh, I, I struggle with whether or not the Colts now over nine or the Jaguars under four and a half is my favorite bet in the entire league. I'm with you on the Jets. It's also a top three wager for me. 
but uh, I struggle. I, I will say right now that I, I would take the chalk bet right. You know what? Yeah, I'll take the chalk bet right now, which is Indy, Tennessee, Houston, Jacksonville finishing position at plus 260. Now, if you want to mix it up a little bit, Indy, Houston, Tennessee, Jacksonville is plus 500, five to one. Could that happen? Tannehill doesn't play well. They I go eight and eight. Happen. Houston goes nine and seven. And I don't mean that to be funny. I mean, I think anything can happen in this division other than Jacksonville not finishing last. I mean, I, I do like Indy finishing one. I do like Jacksonville finishing last. But Tennessee and Houston, I think, could finish either way. Again. And it, like, as you were saying, it, does it shock me if Houston wins the division? No. Does yeah. it shock me if Tennessee wins the division? No, it does not. Because for all we know, Phillip Rivers is done. He can't really get the ball down the field anymore. Everyone's playing at the line of scrimmage, and Indianapolis has nowhere to go and present the quarterback again. You know, for all we know, that could be the situation here. I don't think so. I think Rivers might have enough left. But I'm worried about it here where I don't love it, you know, and I don't love the next side of the chalk bet here. But I think the top three teams are all good teams. I mean, not great teams, but all – I think Indianapolis is the closest to great where Tennessee's more good and Houston's on the board of good average, depending on what Watson can do there and how the receiving core holds up. If you're in exact finishing order better on this division, you got brass ones. I think this is a tougher one. And I think you should. You still have the Colts at plus money to win the division at plus 125. I'm on it. I'm on that and the Colts over. I'll take the Jags under. That's, that's where I'm at with that, George. So um, we'll come back. We'll continue some other divisions after this AFC West next. Mike and George on FFC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Back on the grid, talking about uh, our predictions, what's going to happen in the various conferences and how we think these teams may finish up this year. So uh, welcoming in our radio audience here as well uh, as we are on the AFC West. All right, George, I'll go first this time. Uh, You did the honors last time. This is, I think, the hardest division to pick finishing order. We all know it's the Chiefs at the top. In fact, FanDuel FanDuel has six different combinations here, uh, and all of them have the Chiefs in front. (laughs) There's no option listed on the FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm sure you can get it if you went in person to the book, but... Uh, there's no options online to bet anybody other than the Chiefs winning the division. Uh, so I'm going to say, without looking here, it's Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. That's how I think. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Uh, it's the shortest odds, plus 360. But it's also tied if you swap the Raiders, Broncos. So uh, Chiefs, when swap, Chargers. What do you swap the Broncos and uh, Chargers? Put Broncos two, Chargers three. Four to one, not long. Mm. See, there's no long odds in this division because the other three teams all have win totals within a half a game of one another. I think the Chargers are eight and the other two are seven and a half. So the book is telling you, like, yeah, we sort of don't know. These teams are all within one game of each other. Uh, It's been like that for the last couple of seasons. But in any event... I think betting finishing position on this division is nuts. Uh, if you're feeling great, go for it. But you're not getting long odds on anything either way. You know, we at least found uh, with one of the other divisions, like an AFC North, just for the Steelers to win, that's plus 650. You can't get odds that long on any of the AFC West exact finishing orders. So let's focus on the other stuff. You can't bet the Chiefs to win the divisions minus 420. I mean, you can. It's probably easy money, but you got to have leverage in order to do something like that to make yourself anything significant. Um, how about the win totals, though? Uh, we've, we've talked about this before. The Chiefs are at 11 and a half, so you got to get up to 12 wins in order to go over. Uh, we've talked in the past about Raiders, seven and a half, Chargers uh, at eight, and the Broncos at seven and a half. So, again, <laughs> This division's all jammed up. Uh, it's the hardest division, I think, to find any bets that are really attractive. But I don't know. I, I got a decent feeling about the Broncos. But 
at seven and a half. Do I think they're going to rip off nine wins? Drew Locke's got to be good. I don't know if he's going to be good. That's the problem. We're not quite sold on Drew Locke yet. We don't know. We think, right? We think he's going to be good, going to be solid here. And you look at their schedule here for Denver, because they're a team that I'm proud, one of the most, that I'm interested in, maybe one of the most in the NFL, because I don't know. You know, cause are they going to be good, bad, somewhere in the middle again? You start off, I mean, it's not an easy start off. Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay. I mean, it's at Pittsburgh, so that's more than likely a loss there. Tampa Bay's probably a loss. Tennessee, if you don't win Tennessee, you can be 0-3 real quick. I mean, before you see it, before it eases up a little bit with New York, uh, Jets, New England, Miami. And then you go hard again. KC, Atlanta, then you got some division games, Vegas, uh, Chargers. you got to play New Orleans and Kansas City back-to-back. you got Buffalo in there as well. This smells to me, Mike, like somewhere, I think they have it right, somewhere around 7 and 9, 8 and 8. 9 and 7, I think it would be incredible. Absolutely incredible here. Uh, and I think you could make the argument, if I think we did the schedule for each of these three teams, the Raiders, Chargers, Broncos, we'd, all, we'd come up the same thing for each team. I, I can see 9 and 7 if things go well, but I can see 7 and 9. I see 6 and 10 uh, for the Raiders. I definitely can. You know, and uh, the Chargers are already being hit with injuries. And what if, they, if they get a few more here. I'm, I said, if Locke is is that guy, and once again, when I say the guy, I don't mean the next Tom Brady, Drew Brees. I mean, but if he is a quarterback, he can play. I can see this team taking the next step to being a wild card contender. They're not going to challenge KC, but to being a wild card contender. But seeing is believing. I haven't seen it yet. Just worried about, I think Vic Fangio is a really good defensive coach. But I think with that backfield, I think they're going to play pretty conservatively. And it worries me. That makes it a sweaty team, George. They're going to play close games. They're going to try and win with defense, which they got talented defensive players. I just get worried. That's not a team that I can be, feel bullish about the over. But if you're asking me of the other three who I feel the best about, I could see a path for the Chargers to be good this year. They got talent everywhere. But they're already banged up. And is Terod Taylor going to rip off double-digit wins? I'm not so sure. Um he got benched for Nate Peterman a couple of years ago, which and Baker Mayfield before that and after that. So not necessarily his fault. But I'll, I'll ask you one more question about the Chiefs. We're going to do the big wrap-up at the end where George and I will just rip off our playoff teams and uh, Super Bowl predictions and all that kind of stuff. But uh, Chiefs to win the conference championship, you, you like that at plus 280? Or are you going to wait to see if they lose a couple of games and maybe the odds get a little bit longer? You probably want to see the odds get a little longer. I mean, plus 280, do they have a Super Bowl hangover? I certainly would like to see them play a little bit first, see what happens there. Although I'm the first to admit, I think we're going to see sloppy September football. And I think, I think September, I think all over the place. I think tackling is going to be weak on I defense. Think so too. That's you know, why I, I like the. I think we're going to hit the overs hard. Yes. At the end of the year. Yes, I, I agree. I think I think you'll see guys running wide open in the secondary, going, "Hey, throw me the ball." There's nobody within 30 yards of me because uh, broken coverages and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a lot of interesting uh, plays, a lot of sports that are top tens that really aren't top ten. They should be not top tens because someone forgot to do their, someone forgot to cover their assignment. Got it. Okay. So again, we'll wrap it up. We'll give you our seven playoff teams and uh, who we think can make it to the next round. We'll do it rapid fire in the last three minutes of the segment. Uh, NFC East, uh, exact finishing order here. Uh, I'll let you do the honors here. What do you think it's going to be? I think this is tough because Dallas and Philadelphia are interchangeable, and so are Washington and the Giants. You can make any argument that Dallas and Philadelphia can finish 1-2, Giants and Washington 3-4. Uh, I'm the Cowboy fan. I'll go Cowboys 1. I, I like what they've done this offseason. Things are really falling into place for them. I think they're going to score a truckload of points. If the defense can hold itself together and they should be able to rush the passer, they'll do some damage. And also because Philadelphia's already got injury problems. 
I mean, they have injury problems at the Wazoo right now. That offensive line is one hit away from being, you know, Carson Wentz is going to be on his deathbed. Uh, Miles Sanders already banged up a little bit. The receiving core is banged up. So Out of I think every team in the league, George, sorry to interrupt, I think the Phillies, I think Phillies injury problems have had the biggest impact of everybody that's had injuries thus far. There's been some more high-profile players that have gone out, but I think Phillies injuries are the most impactful of any team that happened this offseason. Yeah, I don't think anybody can argue that. I really yeah. don't. You know, I think they've, I mean, they've been hurt. It's including the Pats having the COVID guys walk and the COVID list walk and the Jets trading guys away. The injuries specifically on the Eagles, I think, are really going to hurt Carson Wentz potentially staying healthy. I agree. And he's already banged up too, Carson Wentz, right? He's missed some time here. Uh, as for the Giants, we know the Giants. You mentioned bang the overs. Well, bang the Giants in the over. They can score. All day, they're baby. not going to be able to stop anybody. Uh, but if that Giants offensive line is, makes some improvements, they'll score points. They'll score points by the truckload, but they're not going to stop anybody. And I mean anybody. And Washington's the exact opposite. They can stop people. I don't know if they can score points. Yeah, we'll see what Haskins going to do. What we said about the Jets applies to Washington as well. They need to judge Haskins this year. Is he your quarterback of the future, or do you need to draft somebody again next year? We'll see what happens there. But someone better develop besides McLaurin. Yeah. Dallas at minus 130 to win the division. I wish, you know, that you're paying some juice on that one. I don't love it. The NFC East, you're right, George. It's, this can get a little jammed up, but I do expect it to go chalk here. Dallas, Philly, New York, Washington. I think Washington's still got the longest way to go. Um, it would not surprise me if they finished in third place. So you can get Dallas, Philly, Washington, New York at plus 350. Uh, if the Giants come in third, Washington's fourth, that's plus 200. So you get plus odds right there. Can Philly be a total dumpster fire? <laughs> I don't think they're going to fall into third place here. Uh, can they win? Maybe. Plus I don't think Philly could be a dumpster fire, but I do see this doesn't help these uh, this betting odds. I, mean, I do see a situation where there's no one good there besides Dallas because Philly just can't overcome their injuries. They did it last year. They can't do it this year. I could see that uh, happening where Philly all of a sudden they're a seven-win team. You know, they just couldn't overcome it. And the Giants and Washington, they're, you know, three, four-win teams and Dallas wins it easily, but that doesn't help our odds any. Yeah. Uh, so looking through the win totals there, Phillies at nine and a half. I'm out on that. Uh, as far as the other ones, the Giants are six. You think the Giants can get the seven wins? I'll tell I you, I, I, I kind of like the Philly under now with all the injuries. I said there's no way they're going to keep staying healthy the rest of the year. They're going to have more injuries. And uh, that worries me somewhat. I don't love it, but I, I might go there as far as the bet. Giants winning six, I mean – they might have to beat Washington twice to get there. I mean, they really might. I don't know what they're going to do against uh, Dallas, Dallas and Philly. Maybe you go one and three if you're lucky. Uh, you do play Chicago. I'm looking at possible wins here. There's not many. Cincinnati, you play later on. You want to put Arizona in this category? I think no. I don't think the Giants get to it. But I think the fact that we I, – I do worry about Philly now falling off the planet and maybe they beat Washington twice, they'd have to. They have to go win three games in their division to get to six. Dallas is over and nine and a half is at minus 160 now. So you're paying a huge premium for Dallas to go over, which, you know, we've been tracking it the whole way. That we've schedule's liked, not easy for the Cowboys either. Yeah, but we've liked Dallas is over for a long time. So we can't, no complaints that it's at minus 160 now. We're, we're a few days before the season starts. So I think you're always, uh, playing, you're always paying the Dallas juice. Of course. Of course. You'll always pay that. All right. So, uh, you know, 
Uh, I have to say Dallas over is my favorite. I th do think they get to the double-digit wins. I think Dallas is a, a top-four team in the NFC this year. Mike McCarthy, he's got to get it done. So uh, I don't want to hear any complaints about talent on this team. They got, they got enough to get it done. Uh, the Giants, again, uh, at six. Washington at five. Philly at nine and a half. Do you like the Philly under nine and a half more than you like the Dallas over nine and a half? I like them both about even. Really okay. about even. I think uh, I, I, the more I look at Philly, I think they're going to struggle. And Dallas, as long as they don't succumb to their schedule, which can be brutal at times here, uh, they should be fine. But I think they're they're not a 12-win team. You know, I think 10-11 is about the, as far as they're going to go. Okay. So we'll... Uh... We'll go over to some two more divisions after this. Mike and George right back on FFC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on the grid, we're going to go 
uh, lightning round here with the NFC uh, finishing orders. We've gone through these win totals a million times, so we're not going to go through uh, all of them now. We're going to take the NFC North. I'd say, George, we've done our best to try to convince the world that the Detroit Lions are going to win this division. The odds have come down. They are 5-1 to one now instead of 6-1. to one. How do you think this division is? You know what? Let me do it. I'll do the North, and I think it's going to be i got to put my money where my mouth is. Lions, Vikes. Now, you know what? I, I'm not going to go crazy. I think you can put money on the Lions to win the division. But I, think I, actually, the, I think they're the best team to go worse. The best chance. Yes. Best team that's a chance to go worse the first, but I don't think they'll win it. So let me uh, – I'll say Vikings, Pack. I'll say Vikings, Packers, Lions, Bears. I think Bears are last place team. I agree. That's how I would have it too. I think, like I said, I think the Lions have the best chance. I, I think this division is the race to 10 wins. Whoever gets the 10 wins the division, easy. I think nine wins might win with division. I don't think any team gets a wild card spot out of this division. That's how great right. it is. What do you think my payout is? Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. Vikings, Lions now, or are you going Vikings, Pack? No, I said Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. I got to probably win a tiebreaker. I think a couple of nine and seven teams here, I got to win a tiebreaker. Plus, plus 850. It's plus 2,600. So oh we, got, God. we got some stuff here to play with. If it's Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears, I think the Lions are a playoff team. That's what I think. As the much Lions as I've bashed Matt playoff. Patricia in, in the past, I think the Lions are a playoff team. I wish we had more time here. Uh, really it, is, it is tough. I'm saying it now, and when we take a break and do the next segment, I may back off of it, but I think the Lions have a chance <laughs> have a chance to be a playoff team. I, I'm telling you out there, I don't necessarily am convinced that they can win the division, but I think there's a shot there at five to one. I'll be the first one to tell you I I put money on the Jaguars to win their division Boy. last year. My I put a little bit of money. They're out of division schedule. If you think they're a playoff team, yeah. uh, a wild card team, not so much winning the division. I think any of these teams can have. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're out of out of division. Games are at Arizona. Well, all New these Orleans. teams have this, though. But that's why I can't see them winning a, being a wild card. They're not that good. Yeah. Uh, this division's mediocre, but they're not that good. Ar at Arizona, New Orleans, uh, they do play Jacksonville. At Atlanta, not easy. Indianapolis, uh, you get uh, Washington, Carolina, fine. But then you get Houston, Tennessee, Tampa Bay. You better crush your division if you think this team's going to win nine games to get a wild card. Assuming it's going to take at least nine to get a wild card. Matt Stafford, comeback player of the year, 7-1. I mean, I like it, but I think the fact that Ben and Cam have all the name recognition, no chance. Matt Stafford, AP NFL Offensive Player of the Year, George. Come, who's coming with me? No. 60-1. to one. Can he stay healthy? Last two years, I don't no. Know. Come with the back injury? No, no. You want 60-1 you want to one bets to be perfect? I'm trying to find some value here. I want it to be where he's so far behind two other incumbents where you know all the publicity is going to Cam. Cam with the fool on his face not to win this award this year. It's the perfect uh, storm for him to win the award. And then, ben, then you got Ben. It's you those know, three. It's those three guys. Yes. If you, if you, I would take Gronk. those three over the field. Give me anybody else. No, I'll take those. I'll give you anybody else you want. Yeah, Gronk is the only other guy who's, who's got like brand brand name recognition that could throw it in there. I, I just don't think Gronk is going to rack up huge stats. Uh, okay, thousand yards and hundred catches. No, that's not happening. All right, we got to rip. Uh, Lions. I just want to see the Lions over. It's the one thing I forgot. The Lions over. Give me a second if I can find it. 
I got point. it. It's seven. Seven. Minus 120 plus 100 to the under. I'll be the first one to admit I've talked about the Detroit Lions way too much this <laughs> offseason. I really have. I've, you know, I've said my one of my on. best friends is a Lions fan. All right. Well, God bless that guy. It always has been, by playoff. the way. They've I got one was, playoff. Since the win. 80s, he's always been a Lions fan. They've got one playoff win in the Super Bowl era. One. Believe me, he knows. Yeah, uh, he, he should know. All right. NFC South, uh, exact finishing order. You do the honors here. Yeah, this is one that I do like here, right? I like New Orleans to finish one, Tampa two, although I like the moves that Tampa is making. I like the Fournette signing. I do. I think this makes them even more dangerous, especially if he is that pass blocker they expect him to be and can keep Tom Brady upright I here. I disagree. And I, I like think that's it. where – I think if you're going to get to Brady, it has to be up the middle too. And if that's what Fournette's going to do, get that you – know, I, I like it a lot there. So I still also like Tampa at two here. I think, once again, they get penalized a little bit because – you know, the weird offseason that we've had here that I don't want to delve into again. Uh, I'm going to go Atlanta 3, Carolina 4. I mean, uh, Atlanta 3, Carolina 4 is what I, you know, I'm, I'm positive of in my mind. Yeah. I can I can definitely see a scenario where Tampa beats uh, New Orleans. I mean, one injury to Drew Brees might do that. And he's another guy I do worry about. Or if Drew Brees is finally going to decline massively as he's 88 years old. But uh, give me New Orleans 1, Tampa 2, Atlanta 3, Carolina 4. And if you wanted to flip-flop it, Tampa to New Orleans to Atlanta to Carolina, that's plus 290. So big difference there, actually, for the Saints to get bumped back. You know, I could see Tampa and New Orleans both finishing 11-5. and five. You know what I mean? Tampa yeah, gets the tiebreak. I can see it, too. And Atlanta-Carolina. Uh, so... I, I don't think either of these teams are, are the one seed necessarily in the conference, but I, I'm always wary of teams like Tampa where there's so much buzz and everybody's talking about him. I'm, I'm naturally going to recoil when that many people are talking about a team, but Tampa is that exception for me. I think they've done everything right in adding pieces. I thought the Fournette move was really smart. I don't really care. It, it, this isn't a fantasy discussion anymore. This is about adding talent to the team, and they added Fournette for cheap. And they got Brady and Gronk, and they got receivers for days. They got the deepest tight end room in the whole league, even if Gronk is a million years old in football years. And they have a defense that was a top-five DVOA and now will not be in bad field position all the time. I think they absolutely are poised to win double-digit games this year, and it's just a matter of whether or not they're better than the Saints. I hesitate a little bit, but it certainly won't surprise me. I'll tell you one thing. You don't want to be that fourth division winner. You know, you're that fourth division winner, which I think is going to be the NFC North. You're going to play Tampa or New Orleans uh, round one, right? Four, five, three, six, two, seven. Yeah, that's how it'll work out there. So you'll play Tampa, New assuming they're the best wild card. And that's what I think it's going to work out. That's a fun first playoff game for you. Yeah. True. Yeah, you get one of those one of those teams. The Saints are ten and a half. The under has the juice. Uh, Tampa nine and a half, only minus one thirty to the over. So people are not terribly confident they're they're going to win double digit games. I feel good about it now though. We like their schedule too. Their schedule broke well for them. It just did. And I think when you're doing seasonal win totals, that stuff really matters a lot. I bet the Tampa under last year because they weren't home for two months. Oh, yeah. That was they had the London game. They 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 did not play a home game between late September, which they lost to the Giants on the last second field goal, and then late, no, basically Thanksgiving. They, they weren't home for a game. Now, they went over anyway, but 
by a half game. And I thought the schedule really was against him last year. The 30 picks doesn't help, but I thought the schedule was against him. Uh, Saints, where, where are we? Atlanta, uh, seven and a half. I just can't bet the Falcons at seven and a half. If you're pressing me, I'd say over. I like them to bounce back. I think they're a good competitive team. But I don't think they're as good as the other two teams in their division. And Carolina at five and a half. If you pressed me, I would pick under. And that's actually plus money right now. I think their schedule's too tough. And their defense can be really bad. Carolina's like the Giants. They're a team I'm going to want to pound the overs with on game day. Just do it early. Just do it early. Score a lot of points. Uh, Do it early before it adjusts. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm on the under there as well. Uh, New Orleans, I do worry about Drew Brees as the season goes along, just not being that quarterback anymore, where he can't, uh, doesn't have the same zip on his passes, that sort of thing. Uh, the more and more we look at Tampa Bay. zip on his passes. No, of course. And that's Neither really, really can't. Uh, the more and more we look at Tampa Bay, I'm with you. 9.5 on the over, uh, minus 130. They, this team is, they're trying to build the goal for it, right? And they're signing all these people. I'm half surprised they're not in on Clowney as well, by the way. What the hell? You know, why not? Well, get everybody else we can here. Yeah. Um, do it. Like I said, I, I, still think, I still think New Orleans is slightly the better team than Tampa, which is why I'm going New Orleans, Tampa. But once again, if you tell me that Tampa wins this division, New Orleans uh, second, not shocked. Tampa plus 160 to win the division. The Saints at minus 115. Just something to. I'll probably take the plus 160. Yeah, I, I would too. I think it's certainly the better value. Okay. Final Atlanta's, Atlanta's, Atlanta's a little annoying NAT team, by the way, because they're going to win just enough games to be in that hunt for, uh, for a wild card. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think the NFC is much harder to figure out playoff-wise. Uh, okay, last one. NFC West. Uh, I'll do this one. This one. I say the Niners are not going to repeat. No. I agree. Uh, I think the Hawks win it. Me, same here. I'm going to say Niners 2, Cardinals 3, the Rams are last place team. I, I like it. A hard, I think it's a hard-fought division. So do I. I think these are all good teams, Mike. Uh, you want to say the Rams go ahead of the Cardinals? I think it's just a shame. I think I think his teams all they're all going to win six, seven games minimum. You know, it's, who can win out those couple of extra games to get to eight to get to nine here? I agree with you about Seattle, San Fran. I think it is Seattle one, San Fran two. I may not be as sure about. Three, four. One thing that worries me about the nine is you already have all these injuries at wide receiver, although it looks like Debo might be able to play the week one. Good for the Niners. It doesn't give you a lot, a lot of wiggle room here. Someone else gets an injury here. You know, so uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, Shannon can work his magic again with the run game, with catch everybody off guard with all these Mostert, McKinnon, Coleman. Uh, I'm sure I'd left somebody out there. Uh, see what happens there. So I am on Seattle one, San Fran two. Give me the car. Oh boy, I'm tempted to go Cardinals two. By the way, Cardinals three, Rams four. So we all right. So we matched up. You put twenty bucks on that, four hundred twenty dollar return. It's twenty twenty one to one on us seeing the Rams come in last place. I don't think the Rams are an objectively bad team. No. I think they just have struggles with depth, and it's I a think tough the division. Car- I think it's I think it's tough division, and I'm looking for some value here. Come on, I'm bullish on the Cardinals. Uh, I don't think they're all the way there as a team. In fact, I might have them out. I probably have them out of the playoff mix here, but that's pretty good value. Look, I'm just saying $20, just throw 20 bucks on it. I'm not telling you to throw 20 bucks on everything. Uh, only about a half, only about a dozen things in this one hour show that I've told you to put 20 bucks on. But uh, that one I like. I, I, I think Seattle, 
I think I think the Super Bowl hangover can be very real for a lot of teams. And the NFC teams have suffered greatly from the Super Bowl hangover. The Rams, the Falcons, other teams have really fallen back after uh, getting up there. And I think, unfortunately, the Niners will be the latest victim. Despite being a very talented team, uh, I just don't know if they'll be as consistent as the Seahawks will this year. So... Uh, in terms of the win totals in this division, well, first of all, let's go to the division. And by the way, there's a million on that one. If you go to FanDuel Sportsbook, there's a million combinations. I think it's got the most combinations of any of the divisions listed because I think people understand that there's a lot of moving parts there, uh, especially with the improvement of the Cardinals, or, or so we think. Uh, the NFC West right now, minus 105, Niners favored, plus 230 for the Seahawks. I'd say that's probably now, along with the Steelers, my favorite divisional bet. And I feel actually more confident about the Seahawks winning this division than I do the Steelers winning there. So plus 230 for the Seahawks, I like it. I like it as well. Uh, I think what you said about San Fran is true. Once again, the Super Bowl hangover, you throw in the injuries they've already had, and a lot of pressure on Garoppolo, right, that he needs to show that he's uh, taking a next step. A lot of people do blame him for uh, them not winning that uh, Super Bowl last year, and they might be rightfully so there. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I think the defense is legitimate, but you also traded the Forrest Buckner, took a hit there. I know you drafted it, but that person isn't the Forrest Buckner yet. So uh, I'm, I'm with you, Mike. You can't pick chalk in every division. So the, the, the non-chalk teams to pick, Tampa plus 160, Seattle plus 230, the Steelers at plus 340. Guys, teams that are not favored to win their division that we think have a good shot at doing it. We'll wrap up with all their playoff teams next. Detroit. Go Detroit. <laughs> Football full circle next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and 
and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey everyone, thank you for watching Football Full Circle all off season. We really appreciate anybody listening, watching, uh, that's interacted with us in any way on social media. And a special thanks to my co-host here, George Kurtz. He's, uh, he and I have done hundreds of shows together. Uh, he knocks it out of the park every week. And uh, really a lot of thanks to behind the scenes guys, including uh, our buddy now, Brian Rakowski, who we've done many, many shows with uh, producing us. Uh, shout out to Chris Ventura, Steve Sadovoy, Pat Cassidy, and others that have helped us to put together graphics and, and great job in, in production. So we're gonna race to the finish line in these last two minutes, George. Uh, all right. All right, you playoff go. A- AFC, AFC playoff teams first. All right, Buffalo wins the AFC East, Baltimore over Pittsburgh in the uh, the North, Indianapolis wins the South, Kansas City wins the uh, the West here. My three wild card teams, Mike, yeah. Pittsburgh's my number one wild card team. feel very, very confident in that. I debated about six and seven. I'm going to go with the Patriots and the Titans. I, I did want to give some love to Houston, wanted to give some love to a Cleveland, but in the end, it's Bill Belichick. I can't vote against him until he until he's knocked out. And Tennessee, I think, is a good overall team. They may not be sexy, but they're a good overall team. So Buffalo, Baltimore, Indianapolis, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Patriots, Tennessee. All right. Who who over who in the AFC Championship game? Who gets to the Super Bowl? Let's go with the same two teams, man. KC and Baltimore. I want to see it this year. Didn't quite get it there last year. I want to see it this year. KC. Okay. I'm going to rip it off quick. Bills, uh, Bills, Steelers, Colts, Chiefs win the divisions. Wild card teams: Pats, Ravens, Texans. I'm going to give Bill O'Brien some love. Chiefs over Pittsburgh right. in the AFC Championship game. So Chiefs get to the Super Bowl. NFC, real quick. we got like a minute. All right. Uh, Dallas, New Orleans, Minnesota, Seattle. My wild cards, Tampa, San Fran, Philadelphia. I worry about them, but once again, I think they're coached so well, they'll be able to overcome it. Uh, in the championship game, I'm going to go Saints, get back there again. Uh, uh, I guess Dallas. Why not? Uh, I don't really believe that, but uh, <laughs> it's really probably more Seattle I might go for there. I'll give Saints uh, really more Seattle. Saints. Kansas City, Super Bowl. Okay. I got Dallas, Minnesota, the Bucks, and the Hawks are the division winners. The wildcard teams, the Detroit Lions, New Orleans Saints, and the Niners. I just think they're too well coached. 
and I'll take the Hawks over Dallas. So I got Chiefs, Hawks, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Super Bowl, and I think the Chiefs go back-to-back, George. I do as well. Chiefs go go back-to-back, start of a dynasty. And who did you have the Chiefs beating? Uh, Ravens. That's it. On behalf of George Kurtz and Brian Rakowski, I'm Mike Blewett. Thank you for watching Football Full Circle. We'll see you after the season, everybody. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.